All right. Let's do this. All right, let's see. First, double-checking that the stream is on. Says it's sending the data to YouTube. Looks like we're on in both places. And let me start up this chat application. I am back from Jamaica. Restream. Should be here somewhere. Restream chat. I couldn't see it on that. I guess I don't have the application there. Anyway. All right. And we should be good. We're live. All right. Today is Monday, January 24th. Starting my Groovecast. Noah's Groovecast. A little bit late today, but that's okay. That's the way it is today. We're getting this thing going this year, and I'm going to get on track and get on schedule. Um, I've got some time this week to, to nail in the details of, of what I need to get prepared for. EOB Mike coming up next Monday. Instead of the Groovecast, it's going to be EOB Mike. And let me wrap my head around this. We just just got back from a, some flying, so you have to forgive me uh, for being a little bit scatterbrained right now. But hey, that's I guess that's just part of who I am. But hopefully, I'm going to start to get a handle on that. Um, so we've got next week, uh, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. EOB Mike is going to start, and I've got Grant Wenzel is coming. Uh, Tim Falvey is coming, and I. Need to follow up with with uh, Joshua Jarman. I think he may or may not be coming. I'm not sure. Um, if it's not Joshua, it'll be somebody else. I don't know who yet. I'll figure it out. Um, I've got my longtime collaborator, collaborator and prolific songwriter Nathan Douglas is going to join us to do a song digitally, and um, somebody named Ar Arvetra from North Carolina. If anybody else wants to, to jump in digitally, we're going to do this through Skype. Um, there'll be three people here in the studio, and then um, uh, people joining in through Skype. If anybody is watching live on Monday and and, want, and has a Skype uh, account and you want to pop on, I think we can do that. It's open mic night. It's, it's e-open mic. And so I'm going to play this a little bit by ear, but that's the format that I'm going to start out with. And... I'm excited to see what transpires. At the very least, it'll be be a chance for musicians to connect and share some music together, even if it's in a small scale. Um, hopefully, it grows a bit, and and people can check out some of their local artists and or view some some artists they've never seen before. Um, let's see. I, one thing I definitely wanted to talk about in this particular groovecast is is COVID. So I'm I'm gonna get to that. A little bit later, though, uh, and the reason I want to talk about it is because after doing this traveling and being in airports and and uh, experiencing, you know, uh, you know, seeing seeing all that and being experiencing it firsthand, and also being in another country and seeing how they are handling um, you know, the 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 pandemic and how they're how they're processing it and, and the choices that they're making. I've been overseas uh, maybe three different times now during during this this time uh, and so I, when I was there doing this it, it just I just had thoughts going on about it and I wanted to share them um, also gonna 
play a little bit of piano. I've been out, like I've said, I've been out of the country, so I haven't been able to practice as much as I would have liked, but, uh, well, didn't get to practice at all, um, but I practiced a little bit before I left. I'll be doing 30 minutes a day, and the songs are coming along, and I'm just so excited. There's so many unique piano songs that are just so wonderful to listen to, and um, just really enjoying learning these songs, and I'm so excited to develop a repertoire of piano. You know, so I had to learn, I had to learn the classic, you know. <laughs> Almost. Play that better a lot of times. I'm just going to skip to the... And then just today, and a little bit before I got I left on the trip, I've started this one. Chopin piece in C sharp minor and I just I love that and, and I'm, it's just starting to come to me and then I can't remember the rest of the melody there but then it gets into the the coolest part that <laughs> goes this part I'm gonna play it slow but
All right. <laughs> All right, so that's the Chopin Waltz in C-sharp minor. And like I said, I think that's the second time I've practiced this. I've, I've learned a um, a really cool method for learning these these songs that um, for at least came pretty well. I mean, the whole piece came pretty well to me within a week. And, um, you know, just doing small bits of practice every day. Um, so... I'm really excited about developing these pieces, getting them like where I can really, really play them and, you know, start to get my own sense of where where I know I've got them so well in, in my fingers that I can really do with them whatever I feel like, you know, that that's where it gets really fun. So, um, let's see, Jamaica, all right, y'all, uh, one thing I learned from Jamaica is, I don't know, just, just from my time in Jamaica, uh, I really want, I'm trying to humble myself a lot, and it's it's hard to sum up in just a short amount of words, but I just don't... I want to more than I want to like accomplish much anymore. I really want to enjoy uh just being alive and and seeing and seeing people and trying to be part of good stuff. And so um that's something that that um I want to share from Jamaica. Um all right, why don't we talk a little bit about, about Jamaica. Jamaica was a really interesting place. Um, you know, one thing that happened that I, I don't know how this is going to come across, but, um, you know, one thing that was really common was people would say, hey, man, or, or yeah, man, you know, that is super, super common. I heard, you know, I think most people that are probably, that are listening to this, you've probably been exposed to the Jamaican accent and that's been, you've, you've heard it, people, people uh, you know, do the do the Jamaican accent and and it's very common. Like yeah, man, hey man, you're making me crazy, man, or whatever. But and there's I have learned there's a reason that that is the case, and that's that that you hear that just all the time. It, whenever I would, whenever I would interact with any any Jamaican, it was like I was absolutely gonna hear yeah yeah man. It was just kind of like a way of saying okay, uh, you know yeah man yeah man. And, it, and the accent was exactly, well, I don't know if I'm hitting it exactly, but that's that's what it is. And and it was so, like, perfect. It sounded just like the way people do the accent, you know, when they when they are pretending to, to be Jamaican or pretending to have a Jamaican accent. And so, it, like, the entire time, a whole bunch of times that I was there, when I was there, I kept feeling like the people I was talking to were just faking. <laughs> I was like, I would ta- be talking to Jamaicans, I was like, you don't really, you don't really talk like that. There's no way you don't talk like that, like because. And I think that one of the reasons why is because there is such a similarity between the, in the in the way that the sounds are produced. It's you know it's so distinct, but it's not actually that different from American English. There's so much in common between Jamaican English and uh, or the Jamaican accent, the way the way English is spoken in Jamaica, and the way that it's spoken in in America, there, there's 
there's something about the way it's used casually and and in and it's the, the sort of slang nature uh, that's just so similar. It just feels like it, they, a bunch of times I was just like, I feel like these people are just faking it because that's the way it's supposed to sound in Jamaica, and and then they can collect their tourist paycheck. You know, they can. That's what that's what the tourists want, and so they give it to them. But really, they talk some, you know different behind behind closed doors or whatever when they're with their friends. So, um, of course, that's not the case at all. But it just I don't know why it just kept feeling like that. And um, anyway, interesting time. Got to spend some time um, traveling the coast. One of the things that Schwang and I really like to do when we travel is. We like to we like to rent a car, and I never used to do this in the past. But what I've what I've found is when you go out to another country, when you travel somewhere, it's so nice to have a car because you can you end up getting so so much more of an experience of the place. And so we drove up and down the coastline. You have to stay inside an area. Since Schwang and I aren't vaccinated, we um, have to stay in the resilient corridor which is a marked area, at least on a map, which is sort of the designated tourist area during this time of COVID. And it's basically covers the majority of the Jamaican coastline, and there's a bunch of cities that are within the, within the Resilient Corridor. And uh, We went all the way to this place called the Blue Lagoon, um, which was this sort of soft misty blue kind of color uh, where the water was very distinctly different from anywhere else. And it just, it, it, it changes from the more consistent color that's kind of a sea, kind of a green, a blue-green um, of most of the water. And this just became this soft but kind of deep and misty blue. Um very cool color, and then the water just goes from hot to cold, hot to cold, and it's hundreds of feet deep and no fishing allowed. So, it, Anyway, the views of Jamaica are very cool, um, very nice. The people are interesting. They can be, in, they can be intense, and they, but they're also... M- many of our experiences were really nice, and, and some of them were pretty intense. <laughs> but... Uh, um, all right, let's see. What else to talk about here? I'm going to check my schedule here. It's not going to be a long one tonight. We just got back, and I haven't had a lot of time to gather my thoughts. Um, oh, I should say, open mic night tomorrow. Uh, mic club is going to occur tomorrow again, 6.30 to 10. Um, it's just going to be me hosting going forward. Uh, tomorrow, I'm going to set up a cajon. Uh, mic'd up, and um, it'll be a little a little more stripped down, a little more mellow, and um, I'm looking forward to seeing everybody that comes out, and I'm excited to to start moving it. We we've I've scheduled a a gig. That I want to find out what the actual date is, but it's going to be a date in June, where one of those one of these Tuesdays in June, uh, those that want to be in, involved. From Mike Club, we're going to put together a bill and go be part of the Mount Pleasant Farmer's Market. I'm really excited about that, and I'm really excited to start working with those of you that want to come and be consistent to um, develop some set lists and songs and 
Um, in particular, I really want to uh, put, I, I really hope that this is a way for people to come together around original music and help, um, help develop each other's original music and have, and have enough players that we can pull from to really complement each other and really help bolster and promote all of our original music. There's so many great original songs around. Like I'm, I'm working with Fleming Moore um, on a song of his called Oh My Molly. And it's such a fun song. And it just, it's a song that needs to be played by a band to a, ha- to a lively audience and where everybody just has the time of their life. It totally, it's begging for that. And, um, and, I, and I hear songs like this all the time. And I'm working on another so- song called Guitar Heaven for John Fifield. And that one is a ton of fun to play. I, I want to see that one played in that way with a full band and, and uh, to, to a lively audience. And so I think this is a way to help try to make that happen is for all of us to support each other. And so that's what I'm looking to create, and um, I want this to be a place where where beginners are able to just jump in with experienced players and learn and grow, and experienced players are able to jump in and and, and do what they do stuff that they might not do on their weekend gig, where they can work out some stuff that isn't isn't as ready or or I just want it to be a place where everybody can get something out of it and can and use the event um, for a purpose that allows them to grow uh, or or just allows for a good time um, that's that's what my hope is for the event and I, and I hope it to be just very productive and just uh, help to grow music community and and let allow us to write write more music and and just develop our, our material and and ourselves um what else here? I said I was going to talk about COVID, and so I will. Um, I'll do that now. <clears throat> so I just wanted to be, I don't want to stir any pot or anything like that, um, but I do, I don't want to be afraid to to be able to say what my perspective is or to, sh- to share my views or, or what my experience is and not be shamed for it. Um, and I think that that's maybe one of the worst things that we've got going on right now is that you put your perspective out there and you get shamed for it. Like, I think we all need to take a chill pill, you know, and um, be more patient with each other and be more compassionate with each other and allow each other understand and believe that we are all on the same team. I mean, we should be. We're, we're all Americans. We're part of the same country. And uh, we need to have respect for each other and patience with each other because nobody learns, you know, when, when somebody says their perspective and then immediately you have 10 people that are telling them they're, they're evil or they're, um, they're a terrible person, it's like that, that's, they're never going to learn. They're just going to dig in deeper to what they're saying because they think that the other people are very hateful. And so it doesn't, it never it's very unlikely to be productive that way and let's remember we all start out as children you know and 
Um, I think in particular with this, with the COVID thing, it's, it's very, the information was not promoted very well. It's, you've had, you've had like, all right, people, there's been such um, obvious or such, what's the word? In your, I would say, in your face, hypocrisy on this. Like for people, this is this is something that, and I don't I don't want to take sides or anything like that because again, I just think most people are coming from a good place, and and we get lost in ideology, and we get stuck, we get um, too narrow into that instead of zooming out and understanding we're all people trying to navigate this situation. And it just, the information hasn't been consistent. I'm just going to make a point about, people pigeonhole you when you, when you, when you say anything that takes one side. Um, If you aren't aware of this, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, they were uh, they they spoke pretty significantly against the idea of taking a vaccine back when Trump was in office and once they were now in office it's completely changed and now they condemn people that don't want to take the vaccine but they were doing that's what those were the words coming out of their mouth you know only only a few years ago the point in this is not to condemn any people of one side because I think we need to get out of this mentality of sides and it's just to say the leadership in general has not been good at delivering quality information and so I don't think that we as the smaller people the individuals should be giving our giving others a hard time when we should be more understanding of the fact that the delivery information was has been chaotic. It's like impossible to know. And on the one hand, you've got people that are passionate this way, and you've got people that are passionate this way. And and so I'm going to say um, being in Jamaica, it was it's interesting. Like. Other countries are taking it very seriously, and and so when I was, we were at a resort, and you had to get your temperature tested, and every time you you walked into any community room, you would get your hands sprayed with sanitizer, and you had to wear a mask. Um, in the airports, we you know we had to wear a mask, and you got to wear a mask through the, the airplanes. But there's also something so. As seriously as these places are taking it, there's also something to be said for the inconsistency and all these all the different methods that people are taking. And so, for example, when we're getting our hands sprayed and we're wearing a mask in these uh, cafeterias or or restaurants or or whatever, and we can take them off when we sit down, we're still in a a room, you know, with a bunch of people. And I I think when we're walking around, there's... uh, It's basically that there's certain behaviors that are decided... Ne- sort of necessary behaviors or 
even if the the, the risk, it's not there, there's not a there's not a consistent rule. It's just kind of made up. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's just kind of made up. There's not like a underlying principle. It it's just being made up as it goes along. And so like you have to create these systems to work in each individual space and every space is different and every and so when these people are spraying the sanitizer on people's hands there is no way that they can track every single person that's walking in and out and sometimes people are getting through that aren't getting their hands sprayed sometimes people forget to wear their masks um also in the airport there was a, a government employee when we were going through customs that was sort of sh- that was overtly shaming a, a woman for wanting to stand six feet apart. This was, this is somebody that is in customs in the government in Miami. And, and that, and that's happening. And, and, um, there was a line in Miami that was just insane. And so we're all, we're all, it it, it, it literally, I think it stretched for at least three football fields. And it went up and down these, these these giant ramps that were taking the place of stairs that just curved all around. It was just a crazy, crazy line. And it was chaos and tons of people jammed together. And then you're in, a, in an airplane where everyone's in a little box, uh, you know, a little metal shuttle where all the air is trapped inside and, and you've got fans that are blowing the air around and circulating it. And so it's just... The pandemic is real, and it's obviously having real consequences. We've got numbers and data on it, but it's just not clear-cut. And um, I think there's just, yeah, I guess I'll leave it at that, that it's, people got to be more patient and and not so, you know, you can't protect everything. It's like there's risk in life and you can't you can't you can't sell your soul to safety. You you it's a mix. I mean you can't there's there's it's a pick your poison kind of thing. I've heard that that way of speaking about it said. Um and everyone's gonna have different opinions about it and it doesn't make people evil. And we need to take a step back from that because once we start condemning people as evil and then we, we start becoming willing to, uh, I mean, if you really believe somebody is evil, like what do we do to, to an evil person? If somebody it murders somebody, we arrest them. We put them in a prison. Uh, if it's heinous enough, they get put to death. And so it, once you start trying to categorize people as evil for, for having different opinions, um, even difficult ones, you, you just can't do that. And and so, patience, respect for other people, um, and also an acceptance that life is never going to go perfect, and it's never going to be perfectly safe. Anyway, some um, some thoughts brought to you from going through the airport and international travel, and just seeing how different things are being conducted, and. Um, It's been interesting. All right. We got Eop and Mike coming up. Um, What else here? I'm pulling up my calendar. I have... 
Saturday, March 5th, I'll be at Sea Island Farmer's Market. My band, Know It in the Space Arc, is going to be at the Washout on February 12th. We've I've got an engagement party I'm planning for on the 18th. I'll be at Gilligan's on John's Island on March 25th. I'll be at Indigo Reef Brewing on March 20th. That's a Sunday. And Zeppelin Pizza on... Oh, I'm I'm I've just messed messed that all up. It's February. February 5th, Sea Island Farmers Market. February 12th, Noah in the Space Arc at the Washout. 8 p.m. Sea Island Farmers Market on the 5th is gonna be from 9:30 a.m. to 1:30 p.m. Really looking forward to the EOP Mic with Tim Falvey, Grant Wenzel, Nathan Douglas, Arvetra, and a couple others to be determined. And yeah, if you if you join in on that day and you see we're live and you want to share a song through Skype, you can you can connect through your phone or, or through your computer. You can jump on the stream. I'm going to be working on the details of getting that ironed out. Um, let me show, let's show this here real quick. Uh, let's jump to this camera. The studio is coming to, I got to clean it up. I've got like a ladder in here and stuff, but I wanted to show this, uh, see if I can spin it around. So I just got these sofas in here. There's the everyone, the everyone couch over there. I think I'm gonna write everyone on it. And I got picked up these two sofas identical recently. I gotta clean them out and uh but it's coming together. I'm gonna vacuum the floor and stuff. And just put this thing up. There's the green screen. Oh I got a I got a heavy bag in the in the music studio. So if you wanna come in and throw some hands. You know, you you want to sing your sing your set, and you want to take it, you know, work out some stuff on the on the heavy bag. I've got some boxing gloves and wraps, and uh, and the heavy bag. I wanted to have another fun way to to just get some good cardio exercise and 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 work out. So the heavy bag is just awesome. I've got a pull up bar here with some bands that I've installed into the ceiling. TV for all, us all to watch, and and headphone jacks, and all that stuff, and. I think I might leave it there for this one. I'm trying to think if there's anything else. I already talked about Mike Club. Um. All right, y'all. I'm gonna close it out on on uh, just running through this one again. I haven't played this since I've been on vacation. All right, we gotta start that again.
repeat through there, but I'm going to give this a go. <coughs> there and um, I need to switch back so I gotta get the hang of this this uh, doing the, a live stream and, and running the video and all this I'm gonna get the hang of this uh, it take me a little bit to get the swing of the mic and changing all the cameras and you know when different people are playing getting right on them and stuff but I'm gonna I'm gonna get the hang of this and put some put effort into it and I'm gonna get it um, but I also wanted to say I'm gonna start doing it some a series on uh, on different musicians. I mentioned this from when I was in Jamaica, but um, one of the things I'm, I'm going to do, I'm, I'm going to start doing along with, you know, efforts to learn piano and, and like I've, I've said in a previous podcast about developing systems, I want to put a, a small amount of time into different things just about every day. So 30 minutes into exercise, 30 minutes into piano, or 40 minutes into piano, 20 minutes for 25 minutes into Mandarin. Um, I want to put um, 30 minutes or, or, or so into learning about mixing. And uh, so I do, or, or, or I'm doing research on, on different educational content on how to mix with Logic Pro and just learning more about different techniques and, and or different theory about, about how to do it. And you know, just spending that time, so I'm, I'm always gaining new information, and even if it's just a little bit every day, you, you take it in manageable doses and just add, increase your skill by a little bit every single day. So that's the, uh, the strategy I'm going to be taking, and um, one other thing that I want to do along with those others that I've mentioned is researching different musicians, and uh, particularly ones that are distinct and had a significant impact. And so when I was in Jamaica, you know, of course, the, the, the musician that most people know out of Jamaica is Bob Marley. And I was there, when I, I talked to somebody else and they said another, another name and I, I can't remember, it was like Silk something. Um, I, I'll try to figure out who it was. And there was this, one, this one local was saying his favorite 
he has two favorite musicians out of out of Jamaica, and uh, it was one was Bob Marley, and one was this other guy, Silk something. So I got to check it out. Both very good reggae artists. Um, so what I wanted to learn about because you hear about these famous artists, uh, you hear their music, but a lot of times we don't really understand how how exactly that happened. Um, so I started doing research on Bob Marley, and that's one of the things I want to do is just put together. Uh, Maybe on a weekly or or monthly basis, maybe a bi-weekly basis, that might be the way to do it. Monthly seems not enough. Weekly seems like it's going to be hard to keep up with, you know, producing a good quality, uh, good quality content about it. Um, but that's that's what I want to do is is do research on these these different people and put together uh, just a different perspective, my perspective on on who these people are and what made them great and what made their music great and uh, what helped them to have the impact that they had. Bob Marley was a really interesting one so far when I've been learning about him. Um, and, and and just listening to his live performances. And, and that's what I'm in particular really interested in. The recorded music is, is cool and all, and obviously recorded music has uh, a huge impact on the world. It's... But... I'm more interested in in these days in in how the live music, how live musicians have impacts on audiences and and what they're doing and um, how they perform how they perform and make yeah just just yeah basically that how they use sounds to intimately connect with and move audiences and just understanding that more deeply and how how e- each of these different artists did it in such grand ways so. That's something else I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be doing and, and posting that content for my YouTube channel. Like, share, subscribe, do all that kind of stuff. Uh, guys, I'm going to be trying to do this really well. So I'm, I'm, uh, I know I've been scatterbrained and like hesitant about saying different things for a long time. I'm trying to step through that and, um, and take it a day at a time. Uh, I, I, uh, yeah, that's it. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in. I'm going to go be, be with my wife, so... Peace out. See you guys in the next one. I'll I'll be back on here next Monday. Thank you guys and peace. Have a great week. Peace.